Hey everybody, it's me Sarah. I want to tell you about that podcast called Scary Stories. Scary Stories is a podcast where I tell a bunch of scary stories. And I make them creepy, spooky, and scary. So if you like scary stories, my podcast is for you. I have told countless stories on the podcast so far. I just told Atlas Jack. I have told Slenderman. I even have a Halloween episode on my podcast. And I'm going to have more episodes coming out. We're getting closer to Halloween because I have... Halloween episodes coming then in October, so you'll have to stay tuned for that. This is Horror Movie Reviews, hosted by Cassie Gaskell. Hey everybody, this is me, Cassie Gaskell, on This is Horror Movie Reviews. So, we have gotten, finally, for what everybody's been waiting for, A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. The bad one. I'm just kidding. It's called the Dream Master. We all hate this one. Everybody should, at least. The Dream Master. This is an awful movie, guys. We won't get into a good one until Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Honestly, guys, this is just awful. (sighs) Guys. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for this to be over. The original first eight nights. Nightmares. So, what we're... We are not... Okay, fine. We are. We're going to be doing a remake sometime, but... So, all we have to do now is do one, two, three, four, five more. Mm-hmm. We're going to get all these five. I'm going to get four of them done today because I am sick of this series. I used to love this series, but this is too much, man. Man, reviewing these movies, when we got to the bad movies, like, I loved the first one. I loved it. I don't really like the second one. I like the third. I love the third one. I love Freddy's Dead. I love Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I love Freddy vs. Jason. But we have to do two movies that suck. Okay, I'm sorry to, um, whoever, I'm sorry if the person who created these movies is, I'm sorry, well, no. Well, Wes Craven, rest in peace. I really loved your movies. I still love your movies. But still, man, I don't know if Wes Craven directed this movie, but he has, he had to do it. He was probably, he probably was didn't know how bad it would turn out because this movie is awful my god it is oh no i'm sorry i'm just mm, making this movie look like the worst movie in the world but it kind of is not as bad as um nightmare five or nightmare two but Top three. It's number three. Yeah, I gotta go get a glass of water for this one because this is gonna be a long episode for all of us. Okay, let's just get. Oh, Christ! Okay, oh, oh, I thought that was a bug. No. False alarm. So the movie begins where there's a girl. There's a girl who's dust in the chalk. And then she starts writing on the top. She starts drawing. And then we see it's a Freddy house. Man, why do y'all love the Freddy house? Y'all little girls in them dresses. Then Christian comes back. And then 
she asks, hey, um, is that your house? Do you live there? Nobody lives there. Hey, is Freddy home? I mean, where's Freddy? Oh, sh he's not home. <laughs> and then the creepiest thing happens. Guys, this movie is such nonsense. Then it starts raining. And then next thing you know, she's running into the freaking house. The door is locked. She can't get out, even though a tricycle is just roll. It's just spinning down the stairs. It is creepy. I don't like it. I hate this movie, guys. So then, and then um, she walks in the house. She see there's um the curtain. It blocks, and you see a shadow that supposedly looks like Freddy's claw. When she opens it, stupidly, even if it was why, even if it was why would you open it in the first place? Honestly, you're just stupid, Christian. Stupid. I know you survived the last movie, but I think you're gonna die in this one. I should know because I've watched it, and I hated it. Like this one's all Christianity and you know whatnot. Okay. So, anyways, um, yeah, so then next thing you know, um, I'm sorry I'm so depressed, Sonny, doing this, it's just, this movie, man. So, then what happens is, when she undoes it, it is just a little tree branch. Great. Wes Craven, why did you have to do that? Seriously? That was kind of cool, but not really. 20, 10% cool. 90% that sucked. Mm, that was bad. And then apparently this wave of wind pushes her back. And then I think she wakes up. I don't know. She wakes up. So I was wrong. Um, she did not wake up. She called for the one of the funniest people, Kincaid, and the person who just learned how to talk, Joey. So then, then the dog is all like, okay, I thought that sounded like a dog, but it doesn't. So sorry. Um, so then, um. Then Kincaid and Joey go into the, come into her dreams with her because every time she calls for them, they come in her dreams. Yay! Oh my gosh, this is so weird. Sorry to give you that. Um, I'm just doing stuff. Because I am having a blast with... We're getting distracted by doing this movie because I hate this movie. Man, out of all the awful movies about with horror, with the series, like they really screwed the series up. Yeah, they kind of did with these movies. Yeah. So, um, basically, so then they come in. Kincaid's pissed. Joey's pissed. She believes that Freddy's back, but the boiler is cold, so he's gone. And then the dog bites. 
Christian, and then she wakes up. And then she goes to school. Great. Yeah, so, um, next day at school, um, so then we meet our main character, spoiler alert, um, who says that she can control her dreams and stuff. But crap, I've never been able to control my dreams. Like, people, this, these, these next few movies, these next two movies, they, they just don't make sense. Like, the dream child, that one doesn't make sense. But Freddy's Dead, that one may make sense. Not a lot of people like that one, but I love that one. Like, there's a, there's more good ones than there are bad ones. Yeah, just like, like, and then Kincaid's pissed. At, um, they're at the lockers, and Kincaid is pissed. Pissed, pissed, pissed at um Christian for and Joey be, because she always call like they, like you know they want some beauty Kincaid wants some beauty sleep and stuff so and the dog bit you probably because it, it was sick again in your dreams I think that's what Kincaid said uh, yeah oh we'll take a break we'll be right back Hey everybody, it's me Sarah. I want to tell you about that podcast called Scary Stories. Scary Stories is a podcast where I tell a bunch of scary stories. And I make them creepy, spooky, and scary. So if you like scary stories, my podcast is for you. I have told countless stories on a podcast so far. I just told Atlas Jack. I have told Slenderman. I even have a Halloween episode on my podcast. And I have more episodes coming out. We're getting closer to Halloween because I have... Halloween episodes coming then in October, so you'll have to stay tuned for that. So by now you should be at Sarah's podcast and done the stuff, favorite it, um, and then come back to this, then listen to her podcast again because she is really cool, guys. She has the, she makes the best. Um, I'm sorry if y'all could not hear the, um, audio. Um, that would be my bad. And we're going to make, she's going to make another trailer and send it to me. We are actually really good friends on Anchor. She actually is really nice. She can really be a nice person, actually. Yeah, just, I guess, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Recently, on horror movie reviews, in 1988, a year after the events of the previous film, Christian Kincaid and Joey have been released from Weston Hills and are back to their normal lives as normal teenagers with their families. However, Christian believes that Freddy Krueger will come back, and when she dreams that she is in Freddy's old boiler room, she summons Joey and Kincaid. Um, into the dream. Kincaid and Joey are upset that she has reverted to her old ways back when they were at Weston, Weston Hills. Um, to keep her calm, they take her to the boiler room and show her that it is ice cold. Christian has also summoned Kincaid's dog, Jason, into the dream. The dog jumps out of the boiler, bites Christian, and they all awaken in their rooms. So, now let's get back into it. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. So now, so the next day, Christian meets up with her boyfriend, martial arts enthusiast Rick Johnson, who was played by the one and only Andres Jones. I think that's how you say his name. But I love him. He just looks cool. I seen him in another movie. I can't remember what it was called. Or I think it was him. And their friends, Rick's sister Alice, Lisa. I mean, yeah, Rick's sister Alice, Rick Alice, um, who is played by Lisa Wilcox, Sheila, who is Toy New Crick, and Atomic Genius, and Debbie. Brooke Thias, a tough girl who doesn't like bugs. Kincaid and Joey confront Christian at school about the dream. They tell her to let it go. That their days of fighting dream and dreams are over. Sorry, that was a bad one. But because Christian is seen as popular, and Kincaid and Joey are seen as outcasts. A rift developments between them. Rick does not care for Kincaid or Joey and calls them freaks. But Christian tells him that she is a freak. But King, but Christian tells him that she is a freak too. That night, Christian stays awake to keep herself from dreaming. But Kincaid falls asleep. He awakens in the junkyard where Freddy has been accidentally resurrected. Kincaid puts on a good fight against Freddy, but Freddy over overpowers him. Kincaid screams for Christian, but Freddy reaches him and kills him. Joey watches MTV and listens to the music in his room. He begins to fall asleep and discovers a model from one of his posters swimming in his waterbed. Freddy jumps out of the waterbed and attempts to drown Joey. Joey screams for Christian to help him, but Freddy stabs and kills him. At school the next day, Christian panics when she notices that Joey and Kincaid are missing and accidentally knocks herself out as Rick attempts to calm her. Freddy tries to attack Christian and as a school nurse wakes her up, Christian feels guilty about staying awake when she learns that Kincaid and Joey were found dead. She later tells Rick, Alice, and Alice's crush, Dan Gordon, Danny Hassel, about Freddy. She vows to avenge Kincaid and Joey. Christian realizes that her mother has put sleeping pills in her dinner, but falls asleep and starts to drain. Freddy overcomes her, attempts to rebel him, Freddy overcomes her attempts to rebel him and forces her back into his home. Since Christian is the last of the Elm Street children still alive, Freddy goads Christian into summoning one of her friends into the dream so that is so that his fun can begin anew. She calls Alice into her dream, but Freddy throws Christian into his boiler room but but before she dies 
Christian gives Alice her dream power. Alice wakes up with the sense that something is wrong and takes Rick to Christian's house. When they get there, they see that Christian's bedroom is on fire with her in it. Christian does not survive. Later, Alice falls asleep during class and invaderly brings Shelda into her dream. Freddy kills Shelda and makes it look like astronomy attack. Asthma attack, that's what it is. Asthma attack. Rick starts to believe Alice, but the following day he has a dream and gets killed. With each death, Alice changes. She gains the abilities and the personalities of her dead friends. She makes plans with Debbie and Debbie and Dan to fight and kill Freddy together. But when her father keeps her in, Alice falls asleep. Though Alice, Freddy stops Debbie, transforms her into a, a, a co cockroach. Guys, I hate cockroaches. And crushes her into a roach mo motel. Motel or motel. Um, using Debbie's temper, Alice tries a ram Freddy. Tries to ram Freddy, but Cody's with a tree in reality. Injuring Dan is Jan. Dan is rushed into surgery. Allie, Alice run, returns home and readies herself to join him and face Freddy. In the dream, Alice rescues Dan, and the two find themselves in, a, in an old church. Dan gets injured in the dream, which prompts his surgeons to wake him up. Um, Alice now has to face Freddy alone. Freddy has the upper hand due to his experience, but she uses her friend's dream powers against him. When he is about to win, Alice remembers a nursery rhyme called The Dream Master. She recites it and forces Freddy to face his own reflection, which causes the soul within him to revolt. What? I told you, this movie sucks. That's why I'm making it so much shorter. Because I'm on Wikipedia looking at the, um, looking at the summary because I hate this movie. I'm going to be doing that for the next two movies, okay? So, I'm going to do it for the entire Nightmare movies because I just, I, uh, I'm so sorry, guys. I just, boom, boom, boom. Alice, okay, let's see. Um, nursery rhyme called The Dream Master. And Freddy defaces his own reflection, which causes the souls in, within him to revolt. The strain tears Freddy apart, tears Freddy apart. Alice's friend's souls are released and leave Freddy as a hollow husk. Months later, Dan and Alice are on a date, and Dan... Tosses a coin into a fountain. For a moment, Alice sees Freddy's reflection in the water, but she ignores it. Dan asks her what she wish, wished for, but Alice does not tell them as they walk away from the fountain. OMG! Guys, that was the worst one. That's like an awful version of Frozen, which is possible. Oh my gosh.
Mmm. Is that over? Okay, yeah, it says it's done. So, that is it. Thank you guys so much for watching. Not, I mean, listening. But until next time, bye-bye. Okay, hello. Hello. Okay, good. Okay, it's working. So, guys, this is, um, so this is me, um, Creepy Cassie. I usually talk in a low voice like this. But today, I am, so, in the past, I've interviewed Christopher, um, Simon, and, and my dad. Um, because dad, he punched about Amity before more than I even knew. Okay, but anyways, that's not the point. The point is I'm interviewing my mom now. So, um, so as the normal, this pot, this is the horror movie review footage. Dookie, dookie, and really, really juicy. So, uh, hi, Mom. Hi, Cassie. <laughs> so, um, we're going to start, we're going to start with, um, the question I start off with everybody. And then the last question is going to, is always my favorite. I save the best for last. Um, um, so, the first one is, um, what scared you, what was your, what is it, was your worst fear as a kid, and what is your worst fear today? Ooh, my worst fear as a kid was always turning off the lights in my bedroom and walking back to my bed, because I was afraid Freddy Krueger was under the bed, so I would turn off the light and run and jump. To my bed. Oh no! Oh, was that so? You were young, so yeah. But what? So yeah, that, I get that. Sometimes I get creeped out when I turn off the lights. I watch a bunch of sometimes spook, not really spooky enough to creep me out. But when I like this morning when I woke up at six, it was right before the sun rose up. I was watching. Um, a new YouTuber that I subscribe to because I love doing that for everybody because everybody she's really famous she went to VidCon so yeah I want to give her one more so she and she talks about weird experience sometimes on her story time she talks about creepy experiences like her psycho roommate or her psych or a psycho taxi driver they're a little bit spooky man so yeah, so I would I um when I would look at away and I thought I heard somebody take a pee after I I had to go pee and then after that I heard little drips of water and I thought somebody else was taking a pee so I started recording a video that said hello my name is Cash Gaskell if you see this footage the only the thing right before I died is that I saw. I hear somebody peeing. It sounds like a baby because it's just drip, drip, drip. And I looked, and it wasn't from the sink, though. It was mm. I got so creeped out. But then when I looked, there was nothing. But um, no one's there to protect me, so everything was okay. Nina's cool. She detects funny, actually, when she heard the dripping noise. But, yeah, so what is your worst fear today? Well, I don't really have any supernatural fears now, but my biggest fear is in the woods at night alone in the dark. Exactly. 
<laughs> that is the one thing. If you, if anybody here in the audience, and this is the one thing I teach you in all of my podcasts, never go in the woods alone. Unless there's a witch that tells you to get stuff. I'm just kidding. That's, that was an end of the woods. Oh, terrible that, idea. Terrible idea. Yeah, even if a witch would take your... I was... Uh, I'm talking about into the woods. That joke led too far. But um, anyways, yeah, so what... So the woods, it's basically where a bunch of creepy dudes and creepy animals are at. There's this show that I just heard about that Ellen talked about since like one of those reality TV shows. One of them's called Naked and Afraid. Um, yes, I've seen it. Yes, I have too. I watched one of the episodes. It was, it was, it was creepy. Every time I saw a snake, I, I freaking, ooh. It's like either a cockroach or a snake. It just creeps me out. My heart goes, disappears. My... <laughs> so yeah, so basically, in the in the woods, they have to learn life with no food, nothing, and that's what the woods is like. You have no, it's like creepy. So and that's where most he's like you'll know. Like the um the um the, there was this Japanese legend where there was a dead body and you had to hug it. And if you hugged it, it would give you good luck and it only runned around the woods. It mm. scared me. That was the one thing I was something scared. Me. Um, yeah, so I got and it was a dead body that was wrapped up so like a mom. But um on the next question, each person gets creepier and better. I love hearing people's experiences. If I hear people's experiences, sometimes I get inspired. But anyways, so what is, so have you ever had a, um, a, um, let's say, have you ever been around something scary that happened? Yes. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> well, you would have to interview your sister to get the whole story. But when she was little, I think I had she had a an entity or something that was following her around called the Red Man. And she said that since she was three years old. And... He would scare her and watch her at night. And one time when you and Simon were little babies, I walked upstairs to her bedroom after everybody had left and I was going to get something from her room and I smelled something terrible. And when I turned the corner to her bedroom, he was standing in the window in her bedroom and he was so scary and so big and he just looked at me and then I ran down the stairs and out the door and I didn't come back in until after work oh my gosh so can you describe what he looks like well he's red like bloody red (laughs) and wet looking and he smells like death 
and like meth? he's wearing like rags, but they're they're black. But it was not like a cloak or a gown or anything like that. It was like rags. And the oh, worst so thing was the smell. Oh my gosh, that could be. I might Google that up later to see if there's any other stories. Or I might send that some band mail to something scary asking her about it. Because I. That sounds creepy. I gotta call Sydney later. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to do that. I'll call her on my phone later. But anyways, so, yeah. So, have you had any others? Mm, no, I don't. I think that was that was plenty enough for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Mom. That, that, that sounds horrifying. I'm, I'm picturing it right now. And it, oh, my gosh, I'm getting the heebie-jeebies already. I love yeah. getting the heebie-jeebies. But, um, yeah, so... Um, have you had any like it not supernaturalish is like men or like a human being, like something creepy, like them being suspicious or like um I don't wanna get into full facts. Like it it doesn't matter if it's a stalker, a killer, mm. a kidnapper or anything. I don't think I've ever had any problems like that before, but I do, I do have another supernatural experience that I forgot about, but you know that my father died before I was born and one night I got up to go get some kitchen and he was sitting at the kitchen table with his feet propped up on the table and I said, oh my gosh, it's you. And he sat and talked to me for about 10 minutes. And we talked about you kids. And we talked about how hard it had been not knowing him. And he told me how proud he was of me and how well I had done with you four kids and that he was always with us, and he always would be, and the next morning, I thought I had dreamed it, but when I had gone to bed the night before, I had mopped the floor, so all of the table, all of the kitchen table chairs were on the table, and when I got up the next morning, the chairs were on the table, except for one that he was sitting in, and his boots on the bottom of them had a 12 and so I called Nina your grandmother and said do you remember what size shoes that my father wore and she said he wore a 12 OMG you know what that's not oh my gosh that's so cool and then I explained what the shoes looked like and what he was wearing and she said that's what we buried him in and I had no idea because I was not alive. And nobody really talks to me about that kind of stuff. So I had no idea. OMG, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. You didn't even need to use a Ouija board because a Ouija board smoke. That's bad luck. Mm. And maybe we don't know if it's real or not. So we don't want people, people are challenging. So they want to use them. Mm-hmm. Not know. What happened? I remember this kid that I used to go to school with, Eli, back at Wren. 
because his grandmother tried it. And then a couple of days later, she died. And, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm not using one of these. No, because no. we don't need to call on spirits. If we need our dead relatives, they will be there because they know that we need them. But we don't need to bother them that way. Mm-mm. They're moving on. They having the time of their life. Yes. Oh my. They're Ouija boards. Yeah, man. They we people in the war. They didn't know that. The person who created it. They didn't know that. They didn't. They didn't think it would be evil. But all Ouija boards are evil. They're not. They weren't made to be evil. But, honey, they made a movie about it. Uh-huh. Well, so, it's not the board itself is what you do with the board. And so we don't understand, you know, the, all of the other spiritual realms and all of that stuff. So we need to leave it alone. Yeah, all of it. So, so I've been, I do read, um, something scary talks about it a lot. And it's basically opening up a gate, you know, like a locked gate that a celebrity would use. Mm-hmm. They opened it up for just a little bit, and you don't know who comes out of it. That's you right. Don't it, you don't know if it's your dad, for instance, or anybody. So it and you, it, they can lie. Spirits lie. If it's a good spirit, you don't know. But then, when if you do not say goodbye properly, the, it leaves the gate open. People, the movie, the movie, people and horror movies are stupid, okay, except a little bit of amount of people. So, yeah, anyways, um, do you know anybody who's ever had, like, a, been, like, had, a, had an experience? Not like you have been stopped, but, like, there's a man, there was a man that looked sketchy to you. Oh, yeah, uh. that, when he delivered the pizza to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I hear that story? I don't know why. I just, it sounds, I forgot most of it, but. Well, there wasn't really much to it. And I probably was just being a little overreactive. But when I went to deliver pizza to this one man's house in this nice big house in this nice big neighborhood. And I rang the doorbell and he didn't come. And I rang the doorbell and he didn't come. And he knew I was coming. And so I stood there and stood there. And when I opened the, when he opened the door, he just barely cracked it. And I thought, well, he must have a dog in there. He doesn't want to get out, but there was no dog barking, no, nothing going on behind him. And he just grabbed the pizza, shoved money in my hand and slammed the door. And Uh -uh. it just felt really odd. It was odd. And I, everybody knows, listen, This is why old men are so creepy and old women. They're creepy in movies. Okay, that's why most witches are old women. So that's that's what's so creepy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, yeah, oh, my goodness. That is so creepy. Yeah, there. if I were you, I'd be going on Nancy Drew on this man. Mm-hmm. No, I just wanted away from there. Oh, oh yeah, um... There was a story I was thinking on telling, but people live in that house now, so I don't want to disturb their privacy. So, I can't. I'm not going to tell that story, guys. Don't be asking me. I can't tell you. Um, so, yeah, so is that, um, well, um, 
I'm trying. Oh, yeah. My question. My number one question. What was the number one horror movie that made you so scared and you realized that it was based off? I'm just kidding. Um, I still have one more question before the big one. Um, so what horror movie made you so scared that you could not take it? Like it was so, it was the scariest movie you've ever seen and you're not being overdramatic. Like it's literally so scary. Uh, the strangers was so scary. I'll never watch it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard so many people. Even, I I remember. Um, mm-hmm. it was my um art teacher. Yeah, Miss Pearson. She said that that movie was so scary that she actually she people usually say that they repeat themselves, but they really didn't. They're just overreacting. She literally did. She said, at least. Maybe she was one of the ones who were being overdramatic. But Mm -hmm. seriously, I've heard so many scary things about that movie. Ooh! Strangers going to the house based on true events. Yes. This is why why you never move into a rent. This is why people are, are... it's so stupid to rent cabins and stuff when you do not know who it's from. Like, the newer movies, man, they get you so scared. Like, on The Intruder, that new movie, mm-hmm. that one, I don't think I'm going to watch. It's too creepy. And I'm usually the master of horror movies. I don't get, well, no, I might watch it, yeah. Not, I might, and, I, and I'll tell you guys, um, audience, but, like, movies about people sneaking in your house or make you feel so because and then they make you like I look behind my back a bunch and I and I'm scared to look out the window at nighttime because Mm -hmm. you know what there might be a stranger at our house and we don't know it we have and it's just so creepy man it is creepy (laughs) <laughs> yeah well um, the last question is what do what um hmm, I'm trying to think of something crap what was an, what was the question I've gotten I've had so much fun with you I forgot the question uh. um um yeah 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 oh yeah so yeah do um I might have already asked this but do you know anybody, have you ever seen, have you ever met or seen anybody who's either gotten stalked, who's either know, knew another person who got stalked, or knew another person, who knew another person, well, there was dad, but we're not talking about that, that, that's too, that's too much, but, um, or do you know anything like, um, do you know anybody that knows anything about that knows it's been um that's either been up um almost almost kidnapped or something else? Mm, I don't believe so, honey. I can't think of anybody that I know. Oh well. No, no, thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness. 
I don't know why that they. I don't know why scary stories like people getting kidnapped or people getting murdered or people being stopped. I don't know why, but it's just so interesting. But it's still it is interesting. It's still yeah, like I said, it's interesting. But like, why is it so? Well, why? Why? Is it interesting. Because we're interested in murder, or kidnap, or stalker stalkers, and we get so scared. Mhm. I think everybody likes to watch those shows and read those books, but nobody wants it to happen. Stephen King, he writes books about a, something that transforms as your worst fear, but he doesn't want his he didn't want his kid when he was a child to go and, to get harassed by something that that will kill that will kill you and I mean that's trying to make you scared so it will Bite off your arm or one of your limbs. Like, seriously. Ew, it's too interesting. It's mm. It makes me feel kind of bad. Yeah. Because, yeah, it makes you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so interested in something awful that's happening to somebody. Uh-oh, I think we're almost out of time, but thank you so much for being on the show. It means the world to me and everybody else who's listening. Well, thank you, Cassie. Oh, you're welcome. I'm in. I'm sorry. I forgot. Just thank you. <laughs> but you're welcome. Um, well, guys, this has been my interview with my mom. Keep um, the key. You can um, um, I'll, if she has any more creepy story, keep um, if she, I'll tell if she can um, maybe if one day if she will tell if she could tell me a creepy story. I it doesn't have to be right now. Man, I got a cool five podcast to do. But if she would, guys, I promise you, I'll tell you that she does it because she is pretty good at telling the story. Well, um, um, that's it for today, guys. Um, hopefully you like this footage and you will and you enjoyed our conversation about all things spooky, dookie, and we made them really juicy. But in um, but until next time, bye bye, bye. Okay, before we end this podcast, podcast completely, I want y'all to listen to an interview with my mom for Creepy Cassie. Um, yeah, so just listen to this.